everyone i am myarni and your host for anything and everything by arni so today we are going to be looking at some of my past works my poems i used to write poems before i started this podcast and i thought it would be nice to you know give you an author's perspective on said poems and yeah here we go i'd like to start this off with a very brand new poem something i wrote like a few minutes ago and i'll be uploading it on instagram after i finish recording yeah so here we go you are gone and i am not if i were to tell your story would it be you who would live through the words or would it just be the words of a half crazed girl lifeless and meaningless i do not want the words to give you life not so soon for i know that you were in pain while you lived and i also know what pain feels like the second time around i hope that my love for you was meaningless that my words for you may be forgotten soon that's the only way anything would make sense yeah that was it that was the poem mm to be well this poem got its inspiration from a lot of stuff like for example the main idea of the poem whether the words will give you life or will they just remain meaningless that came from the book called the fault in your stars the fault in our stars by john green i used to love that book i think i read that back while i was in um maybe 8th grade or 9th grade somewhere around that time and yeah and and in that book one of the characters mentions shakespeare's sonnet you know that the one where shakespeare talks about his friend or his lover about how he wanted his friend to be immortalized through his words yeah well the character was talking about this friend and he was saying that but the thing is his friend never really got immortalized in those words shakespeare was and i don't know that affected me pretty deeply i guess and that is something like a running gag throughout the whole book i guess at the end the heroine of the story realizes that her words won't really mean anything that only she will be remembered through those words not the one whom she wants to be remembered and i guess i just had my heroine moment right there mm there was someone i lost so i lost quite very recently not so quite recently it must have been 3 4 months i guess 
I don't know. And yeah. I guess it was also influenced by that person. Here's the thing about losing a person though. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to lose somebody. Like what was the point of it all? If I only got someone to lose them, why did I get them in the first place? It doesn't make any sense, right? And I guess that's what I tried in this one. So, should we move on to my other works? Yeah, we should. Which one should I be talking about right now? Hmm. So this one is titled "Life Goes On, Let's Live On." I wrote this in September twenty fourth, two thousand twenty. That wasn't so long ago. And anyways, as it is obvious from the title. It was inspired by BTS speech at the UN. And here it goes. We lose to learn, we win to stand, we fight to speak, we kiss to love, we die to a new beginning. We're born to a new story. Sometimes it seems like it's never ending. Someone's memory, a piece of paper, keeps us like a treasure no matter how far away we go. Or maybe it does have a definitive end, within which all our thoughts and emotions created a beautiful memory story. But nothing changes the fact that we create the most beautiful picture together as we shine together, each a different color. in the end life goes on let's live on and that's it mm i think this one's a pretty straightforward one it literally says what it says life goes on let's live on but i guess why these words made a speci- special impact to me is because that there are so many times there are so many moments when your life seems like it's at a standstill given today scenario obviously being inside your homes most of the time may feel like your life is stuck at a standstill but it isn't every day ends and a new day begins even though we think it doesn't i'm not sure where that goes anyways but yeah
here is another one to be or not to be a faithless love and a loveless propinquity is this where i'm taken to now and where do i stand between the two one with too many variables one with too many constants to lose everything i ever had to never grow and reach the stars to be or not to be and this one i can talk about a little bit i guess you see this one or i wrote it back in 22nd september 2020 thank you instagram so what this was all about was when i had an existential crisis i guess that's the best way to call it i didn't know what i was supposed to do with my life now what was i supposed to do i mean i had just finished my 12th standard and i was supposed to be in college and in college we learn stuff and then we go to jobs we work those jobs till we attain the age of retirement so i was like what should i do with my, with my life then because back then i was supposed to have written neat and i didn't like that i mean the studying part didn't worry too much worry too much wasn't much of a worry but the part of becoming a doctor pursuing medicine that was where i had a problem because medicine is obviously a good job a great profession and i know many doctors personally and maybe that was why i didn't want to become a doctor it just didn't seem worth all the hype to me but then again i didn't know if i really had a choice because other than a doctor what was i going to be a writer a creator what does what hope do i have as a creator in this world in this country and that was when i wrote this one now on to the next one this is called only one the last one that i remember the only one who was better than me my life which was no more than a plaything of others the only one who didn't change the only one who didn't betray me that shining light was all that i had for myself that radiance which was all the hope beyond hell when you finally break free and reach the other side of the door say hello to the stars for me this was inspired by the percy jackson series i don't know which book is it exactly but it was a book from rick riordan's heroes of olympus series 
which I totally recommend if you love adventure books and such. And in that book, there was a character whose last words were, "Say hello to the stars for me." And I guess that made a huge impact on me because his death. didn't seem very justified to me it felt very unjust and why would he want to why would he want to greet the stars that didn't make any sense and so this was me trying to make sense of that whole scene here is another one sick of sadness sick of sadness i burned this rainy day to ashes sick of sadness i stopped looking at the stars and the people sick of sadness i let my dreams take over my body i'm so sick of sadness i finally let go of you my sad little obsession you know when only, only when you read these words do you realize how different it is like the art of expressing yourself through writing is so very different from the art of expressing yourself through speaking i mean these words sound so pretentious when i speak them out loud but they sound so natural when they are written and i am reading them which means that they have very different spheres they exist in very different planes which is kind of cool by the way because when you put these two together when because right now i am speaking and i am speaking these words which are written were once written on a piece of paper and now i don't know where these are written right now now they are written over a photograph or frame yeah maybe that gives a different perspective for me personally i guess on what i wrote so yeah let's go let's get back to the poem itself and yeah this too is quite self explanatory sick of sadness i was literally sick of sadness i am such a good writer by the way i mean not good good like not really good kind of writer but i know my words i feel proud the last lines may feel confusing for some people but the way i see it i finally let go of you my sad little obsession must not be taken as one sentence rather it is part of a sentence i am so sick of sadness i finally let go of you my sad little obsession to be honest the whole process of writing a poem is like something just comes over me you know i just get possessed or whatever 
like for months i haven't written and all of a sudden today i wrote something very coherent and that was like wow i can still make words work so yeah i can tell from experience that most writers don't really know what they're writing about especially if they're writing poems and now i finally understand my own poem my own words like i knew what they said in my heart but i didn't express it properly in a proper way of speaking i had already expressed it in a written form why would i express it in a spoken form but now i understand it a little bit in spoken form which is the set sad little obsession may be the thing that causes sadness to me and the whole thing about burning the rainy day and stop looking at the stars let my dreams take over my body maybe that i have decided not to care anymore because obsession stems from a kind of caring i guess i'm not really so sure about talking about obsession as a concept because it's such a complex concept really i mean what do you say when you're what do you mean when some when you say someone is obsessed do you mean that they love something too much or or they get possessive of something too much i don't know probably they get possessive of something too much in which case um i get possessive of something that caused sadness to me and that was very true there was a point where i got possessive of something that caused sadness to me makes sense next is love again by me you made me smile again now i'll learn to love again bit by bit for all this sadness to go away tripped and fell the wrong way i'm still scared but ready to reach out for your light and find a new path leading us to better places yeah i wrote that and this song was inspired by one of bts's songs microcosmos like listen to that song if you have time it's such a beautiful song both in terms of its music as well as its lyrics and i don't know i felt so loved when i heard that song it's a song that made me feel loved and that made me want to write something like this which is so cool and impressive like art inspires art over and over and over again and that is possibly the best thing about art 
next would be understand why i wrote this thing this is called funny and here it goes candlelight sparkling in the haunted house probably there for years flickering in its own world funny how all it took was a slight windy blow through the door to put it out what does it mean i mean like i remember writing this stuff i remember posting it on instagram i totally remember remember this i wrote this shit but what does it mean like you know i usually ask my mother for feedback whenever i write poems and she said she didn't understand this and now i understand why she said that i don't understand it either thank god i am not a published writer yet i would not want to publish this and make it my first or make it my work in a piece of paper in a book like no what on earth does this even mean wow Mm, this one's nicer cradle those angels that scream now against my shadows are the very same ones that cradled me to this crown if i ever meet them again there is one question that i would like for them to answer how did they ever think that a soul whose bits and pieces are lost in the wormholes of time could ever be recreated as they imagined to be imagined it to be for after sculpting me to life in their paradise they found me ruling their hell i don't remember exactly how i wrote this i do remember writing this though i mean there was this time where i was obsessed with the word paradise and i wanted to write something with that word and i wrote this one and yeah it's actually pretty nice now that i reread it again mm i don't know if any of you watch anime i recently watched jujutsu kaisen on netflix and you know there's a character for whom this might kind of fit for Ryomen Sukuna Ryomen Sukuna It might fit it it might fit for him Like there are people who want to recreate his soul but then again they feel disappointed when they see him as who he is truly 
and yeah rereading it again reminded me of that guy oh and this one and not so graceful reminder ain't got enough time to tolerate your bullshit got a lot of stuff to manage i'm sorry so here goes my graceful and ever so merciful advice for you go go on grow a brain inside inside that takes skull of yours before you come to disturb my existence yep that's it i was really pissed off the day i wrote this i remember when i wrote this it was a whole lot of bullshit day like as if going to a school that closely resembled hell with people i don't really like a lot wasn't enough now i had to tolerate with misogynistic teachers like what on earth is that misogynistic privileged teachers can honestly just not exist at all like i mean i don't know what i'm saying but even thinking of those people just pisses me off so badly and yeah i don't think i need to give an explanation for every line they are pretty straightforward and yeah there's that like here's the thing i don't get about misogynistic privileged people why why would you just choose to be misogynistic when you can just not be misogynistic i mean yeah of course that is coming from my own perspective and that i should think of their perspective but still why should i be the only one who thinks of their perspective we'll talk about this more on my next episode cuz i've already got a whole outline for my next episode like what i should be talking about and that seems like something i would talk about next week hmm and i guess this might be enough we oh my god i talked for 27 minutes and i didn't even talk about a lot of things i guess like i just read out some poems to you guys that's 27 minutes wow maybe i talk too much or maybe i just let some awkward pauses in behind in the in between damn i just stutter way too much i guess okay so yeah goodbye everyone see you next week stay safe drink lots of water stay hydrated man yeah goodbye